today on a hit of health. In that case, would be fine. They don't even need you to go to the hospital. Versus, you get someone who gets COVID, like an elderly person or an immunocompromised person, and they start to get the pneumonia that the disease brings on, and it starts to spread into the lungs really fast. Like, yes, that case is for sure serious. The most important thing you can do, I don't care what you believe, I don't care how you think it started, I don't care whatever. The most important thing you can do, listeners, is to have good hand hygiene. Wash your hands. Live the same life, live your same life, just be more cognizant, be more self-aware. Watch what you touch. If you realize you're touching something potentially dirty, like a handrail or anything like that, don't touch your face, don't touch your nose, don't touch other people until you wash your hands or hand sanitizer real Five, four, three, two, one, lift off. Cool. All right, man. Um, so, Nico, my brother. Mr. Nate. <laughs> What's up, man? Man, glad we're getting to do this. Me too, brother. Me too. This is uh, it's exciting. It took a couple tries, but we're we're making it happen. I never I never had a doubt. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, I obviously talking about the, the COVID deal a little bit, um, but what, so what's been going on? What, what's, what's life been like? Well, for me, you're talking from like a nursing perspective or just in general? <laughs> uh, let's go high, low. Let's how, how about life? How about life? And let's, then we can drill uh, down to work. Life is always good, my man. Life is always good. You know, just here in Columbia, working as a nurse, living the dream, um, you know, I mean, honestly, it's the last time I saw you, and I know it's been a hot minute, but sorry, life has been the same, just more of the same, which is which is good, man. Just sitting here in Columbia trying to make a living with a wife, the dog, you know, that that whole thing. <laughs> Traveling in between, you know, all that stuff. Nothing, Nothing's really changed until the whole COVID thing came on. So um, other than that, even with COVID, life is good, bro. Life is always good. As long as I wake up and I'm, and I'm breathing, life is good. <laughs> has, has, it, has anything changed? I mean, has this really affected you much? Um, well, y- yes and no. I'd say yes and no. Um, affected me in the sense that, um, like, I can't, you know, I'm a pretty social guy. I can't just go out and, you know, hang out, you know, wherever now. You know, we have to social distance and all that stuff. Um, uh, other than that, I mean, for me, um, I, like I, said, I, I can only speak to my experience. My life hasn't honestly changed that much. I mean, work is busier, yeah. Work is definitely busier. Um, stuff like that, but um, life in general, no, not really. I mean, luckily for me, I mean, the only things that I have to rework my way around is I have to um, just find a new place to work out. So I've, I've been, I've been like scrounging around from like you know some home gym stuff. But like one of my big hobbies is shooting, and uh, shooting is uh, they're all shooting ranges and like gun stores right now are classified federally as like the essential businesses, so they don't close down. And uh, luckily, the shooting range I, I'm a member at, it's a really, really wide open outdoorsy space. So even if there's a lot of people, there's still plenty of space to spread out. So I've been actually staying pretty active. Although the only real big change I've had to do is, like, I've had to start running again. And I'm not a runner because, like, my gym is closed. I've been trying to find different ways to get tired. So, like, literally for me, like I said, that's only, you know, how it's changed. I mean, a little bit more extra stress at work. And, but other than that, it, life is pretty much the same. I'm just trying to make do with what's going on. So uh, life is good. Yeah. Yeah. Don't want to uh... – don't want to be invading the uh, breaking the social distancing rule at a gun range. You know what I mean? You don't want a <laughs> bad place to piss somebody off. <laughs> yeah, man. But it, yeah, it's, it's all really good. Like I said, I'm lucky because like I said, all my main hobbies 
or most of my main hobbies I can still kind of do and adapt around versus having to, you know, cancel everything like a lot of people. So yeah. I'm lucky in that regard. You, you sound good, man. I mean, you sound, you, you know, you got yeah. the same awesome energy. You're, 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 you're up there. Yeah. You're, you're moving. You know, I, you know, I, you know it, it kind of, it makes me, it doesn't make me sad, but you know, I get, it, it, it bothers me when, you know, there, there are things, unfortunately, like we can't, like, no, no one can control the whole COVID thing. You know, I can't control it, you can't control it. So it's like, right. you know, I see a lot of panicking and all that stuff. And, and for me, it's like, man, the way I look at look at it is, is like, no matter what the world throws at me, I'm going to have to deal with it. You know, I'd rather deal with it smiling and having a good time versus, you know, sulking around and, you know, being down to the dump. So, like, COVID, no COVID, I'm going to stay the same. The way I look at it is COVID's got to deal with me. I don't have to deal with COVID. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Bad time to be COVID around Nico. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, you know, that, it's, it's a, you know, you, and you're obviously such a positive guy. What, what about everybody else at work? What, what are they like? Any, any, yeah. any challenges? So, yeah, absolutely, 100. Um, percent You know, you know, everybody looks at life differently because you know the way you look at life is yeah. you know comes from how you were raised and the, the experiences you've had. So sometimes it's hard to stay. It can be hard to stay positive, especially for a lot of people in the hospital. I mean. Um, you know, I definitely notice a lot, maybe not fear, but uncertainty. A lot of people don't like; they just don't know what's in the future, and, and that scares them. And that, you know, it's definitely understandable. But um, I just see a lot of uncertainty. Not necessarily fear or anything in the hospital. Just you know, people are worried about what's going to come next in the future, sort of thing. Um, other than that, I mean, you know, every, everyone's like on high alert for sure in the hospital, especially like everyone's washing their hands. Well, we do that anyway, you know, as, as healthcare workers, but Usually. we're definitely more tri- doubly cognizant of that, you know, all that stuff. But I don't see, like I said, I see, an in- like with anything, I see increased stress because like I said, there's, there's more stressors. But other than that, um, from my perspective, like I said, it's mostly just life is normal. We're just, you know, nurses and healthcare workers are just adapting to survive like the rest of the world. Um, honestly. So it's like, like it's, it's the way I look at it is just another day on the job for me, the way I look at it. But, um, yeah, but I've noticed with other people, yeah, there's uncertainty. I wouldn't even call it fear. I would just call it uncertainty because a lot of people are scared by what they don't know. You know, if they don't don't know what's going to happen, they might be a little scared. So yeah, Yeah. that's what I see. So does it feel like an emergency? Um, yeah, well, uh, it, it just depends. I mean, you got to take it case by case, man. Um, that's why I don't like, you know, I don't like talking about big numbers too much. And it's hard for people to really quantify that, especially for people who have no healthcare experience or don't, who don't know what it's like with serious patients. So like, yeah, in some cases, it's definitely for sure an emergency. Like if, if you have COVID and you fall within that, you know, immunocompromised group or within that age range where it's dangerous. Yeah, things can go downhill pretty quick. But then again, you'll have people who have COVID for a little while and recover miraculously, like um, not even miraculously, bad word, like recover really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't need any, you know, serious care at all. So, yeah, it's, it's really case to case. Um, and I think as healthcare workers, you know, it's really important as a healthcare worker to not panic, not cause panic, because out of everybody, we need to have the most level, head, level heads. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I definitely it's. There's more stress for sure, but we can handle that. It's no problem. You know what I mean? Like I said, the way I'm looking at COVID now is I'm just looking at it as like uh, it's another day at the hospital for me. We still got a gown up. We still got a glove. We still got to do our job. So um, I personally don't stress about it too much. Um, But yeah, like I said, it's case by case, man. That's why I don't like to put a big blanket statement on everything. For some people, it is very serious. For other people, it's actually not that serious. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I know it's 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 you're definitely somebody who it's like this guy is going to keep his shit together if anything goes weird. That's, you got to, man. You yeah. got. I mean, it's, it's it's the one thing. It's like even 
I mean, I hate saying this, but even like I see healthcare professionals that, you know, I work closely with and healthcare, just healthcare professionals in general, like the way, from my point of view, a lot of what, you know, what they'll post loosely on Facebook and all that stuff, like a lot of it's information that the public may, might not necessarily be able to, you know, quantify or comprehend fully. It's like people, information is useless to people unless they know how to use it. So like too much info, honestly, is bad because it will cause a panic. You know, you're, you're seeing it in media already where, uh, you know, they'll, they'll concentrate on a certain case and, um, and they'll, like the worst of all the cases, and, and they'll only talk about that the whole time. And when the reality is that, hey, like the majority of cases, people are living. Are people dying? Yes, for sure. People are getting hurt, and it's serious. But two things can be true at the same time. One, you don't have to panic. Two, COVID, um, COVID is serious, but at the same time, like I said, panicking and losing your head over it makes, doesn't help at all. So, like I said, one more time because that didn't really sound good. But two things can be true at the same time. One, we are saving more lives than we are losing. And then two, COVID is for sure serious and you should take it seriously. Yeah, yeah. that's the way I see it. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, no, for sure. Um, you know, what's, something I was curious about is at the hospitals, I mean, is, it, what, is, the, uh, is the treatment, uh, you know, is your time, is there a challenge with yeah. now you have an increased number of patients? Is everybody uh, who doesn't have yeah. COVID getting the attention they need? Yes. Okay. So that's a really good question. So yeah, it, with all the concentration of COVID, people start to forget that, Hey, like that doesn't, that doesn't, that doesn't hamper any other, you know, morbidities or comorbidities that people are coming into the hospital. Like people are still having strokes. People are still having operations. People are still getting sick without COVID. You know what I mean? So yes, that's a really good question. Um, yeah, I've seen an increase in uh, the effort to triage. So if, if, it, if it's a serious COVID case, patient and they need a vent, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, the nurses and healthcare providers are really trying to uh, send those events. And like I said, we do this already with or without COVID because having not even just having a ventilator, having an ICU bed is, is a big deal. And like I said, lots of times that influx of patients in the hospital, we're short on ICU beds without, without COVID. Mm. So, yeah, there's definitely an uptick in effort with trying to triage the patients the right way and the most efficient way. That way, you know, everyone's, everyone who needs a bed or an ICU bed has one. So, yeah, for sure. Just for the uh, the layman like myself, what what, what does triage mean? Oh, <laughs> totally sorry. Triage is <laughs> triage is a, is a fancy word in a fancy way of saying uh, of <laughs> of uh, delineating. <laughs> so basically, saying like this group is more serious than this group, so this group gets the supplies first. That's triage. Oh, prioritization. Exactly. <laughs> Freaky concept, to be honest. You know, especially in this. It is. Yeah. If you think about it, I tell people all the time, like if you want to, if you want to cut cut it down to the most layman's terms, you're you're deciding who gets help first. Mm. Crazy. Yep. Is is yep. COVID? This is the make, man. Like I said, that's why. Like I see a lot of people, you know, on social media and stuff, like complaining. About it. Like people don't understand. Like when you're in those positions, like that's hard. That's hard. That's hard to do because, like I said, you have to you have to delineate who gets care first. And like I said, there's um. I mean, you know, if you get too emotional with it, it can, it, I mean, you know, that could be a hard job because you're, you know, because if someone's getting care, obviously the other person that you skipped over isn't going to get it yet. So that's a hard job, you know. Just People like, don't take that into consideration when they, when they criticize is what I'm trying to say. What, okay. So two things on that. One, how do you even do that? And two, where does COVID fall in the priority list right now? I guess it kind of maybe depends on okay. the seriousness. But. Okay. So, um, oh, you just do uh, a simple way to do it is ABCs, airway, breathing, circulation. Like it, you, you, you triage people according to which of those ABCs are most compromised. You, you know what I'm saying? Um, 
uh, in regards to your second question with COVID, I'm going to go back to my previous answer and say it depends on the case. Like I said, you could there there might be I don't know tons of young people that have COVID that never even come to the hospital, never never even present with symptoms. Yeah. That case would be fine. They wouldn't even need to go to the hospital. Versus you get someone who gets COVID, like an elderly person or an immunocompromised person, and they start to get the pneumonia that the disease brings on, and it starts to spread into the lungs really fast. That yes, that case is for sure serious. So like I said, it's very much on a case by case basis. Yeah. Is is COVID unique in its like variability of seriousness? Um, it's like I said, I don't want to. I don't want to speak like I'm an authority, but from my basic understanding, the it's from a family of viruses called coronaviruses. Coronaviruses are not unique. They've been old. They've been around for a long time. Um, my wife is a pediatric nurse, and she actually works in the children's hospital, and they deal with uh, not the the new COVID COVID that just came out, but they they have dealt with coronavirus patients for for it's it's a normal thing to them in that way. Coronavirus is the, the novel coronavirus. The reason why they call it novel is because novel means new. So it's a, it's a new virus. Um, honestly, man, long story short, nature has been trying to kill us, has been trying to kill <laughs> mankind since the beginning <laughs> that mankind started with plague or flu or anything like that. All this is is another way of nature trying to kill us, and man has to adapt to survive from it, unfortunately, um, just like any other virus, man. Viruses mutate just like the flu. The flu also can mutate all that, just like COVID. Novel coronavirus came from a mutated, um, like, OG kind of coronavirus, to my understanding. Like I said, always double-check, but to my understanding, right, yes. Right. So, so, no, it's not – yes and no. Yes, this strain is new. No, it, it's not new in that sort of old-world kind of sense. <laughs> cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's so interesting. Um, okay, let's talk about beating it. Let's talk about how to adapt. I mean, what how, what can what can anyone do? I mean, it sounds like you get it. I mean, it's, yeah. there's no there's no prevention. We don't have antibodies for the specific thing yet. What can I? Yeah. You know, what can John me do? In the, uh, the the most important thing you can do. I don't care what you believe. I don't care how you think it started. I don't care whatever. The most important thing you can do, listeners, is to have good hand hygiene. Wash your hands. Wash, 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 wash your hands. That's the most important thing you can do. Uh, on top of that, you want to stack the cards in your favor. Obviously, um, social distance, like I said. And like I said, people confuse social distancing with social isolation. You don't need to live in complete isolation. But like I said, you want to definitely want to keep it, what are they saying, like six feet away from another person, blah, blah, blah. Yep. But more so if you notice that they're coughing or that they're sickly, all that kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, social distancing, all that stuff. Not, you know, just trying to avoid large crowds of people you still got to live your life you still got to get your bare essentials but you shouldn't be going out to the bar obviously no bars are open or anything like that shouldn't be going out to parties all that sort of stuff until this dies down so yeah most important thing i'd say wash your hands um and then number two most important thing i'd say you know social distancing um all that stuff uh, keeping away um um or keeping your distance from other people just until all this dies down and um the rates finally start to flatten and, and, and uh and come down um yeah, that's my my advice. <laughs> you know, what what about uh, after this does die down? I mean, should we still like? My understanding is that if I wash my hands too much, I might be susceptible to disease. I mean, say after, that again. I'm sorry. Like, like my understanding is that if if I wash my hands too much, you know, the the, the it might make me, uh, you know, I'm I'm developing less antibodies, and then now I'm more susceptible oh, to disease. Oh. Well, it's definitely one of those things that too much of anything is, is bad, right? So, it, so you don't have to wash your hands every time you touch an object. You know, it's one of those things, just be more cognizant of it. Mm-hmm. People don't understand the reason, the reason why stuff like this uh, spreads or the reason why, you know, uh, just random stuff spreads is because people don't realize how many times 
they touch other objects and they touch their, their mouth, they touch their nose, they rub their eyes, all that stuff. So yeah, people don't realize that. Live the same life, live your same life, just be more cognizant, be more self-aware. Watch what you touch. If you realize you're touching something potentially dirty, like a handrail or anything like that, don't touch your face, don't touch your nose, don't touch other people until you wash your hands or hand sanitize real quick. So that, you know, that's the only thing, just main stuff. Honestly, it's, what you need to do is people need to relearn common sense. Common sense is the worst, is the most, the worst misnomer in the English language because common sense is not common. So, um, yeah, man, it's, it's like, don't, I mean, yeah, don't, don't, you don't have to take a full body shower after touching one thing, but, you know, just be more cognizant, you know, that, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. we'll see an uptick and uh, maybe it's a good time to invest in some of the, uh, whoever makes Purell. <laughs> yeah, for, for sure, right? <laughs> if we could have read the future, I would have bought tons of stock and hand sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. Uh, that's crazy, man. Well, I mean, that's that's so yeah. funny. Just returning to uh, you know common sense and, and you know taking care of stuff. It it is funny to to think like I, I don't know if I yeah. ever thought about on a daily basis unless I was no, really dirty. Don't. Even even myself, know? even myself. You know, it, you, you don't. It, you know, you're, you're living life. You're too busy. And like I said, it's it's uh it's it's um it's unhealthy to worry too much about germs at the end of the day. So like I said, but unfortunately now that. Uh, we have this new coronavirus going around. You just have to be a little bit more cognizant. So that's all. It's yeah. all just being more cognizant, washing your hands, you know. Because like I said, people wash their hands every day, whether they do or not. It's just they don't realize how much the time they're touching their face and other stuff. So, you know, that's, that's all. Nico, are you, are you nervous at all about this, man? Does this, does this sweat nope. you, make you sweat at all? Nope. The only thing, um, I mean, honestly, man, I'm not nervous. I'm just hyper aware. It's like right. people – even people I work with, a lot of people, a lot of times people think I'm not taking stuff seriously because I have no reaction to it, but I'm just keeping calm, man. Uh, no, any, you know, any just incendiary reaction, it's not going to help anything, man. It, you know, you, you got, you got to be calm. And, um, am I scared? No, I'm not scared. I'm hyper aware. I'm aware that, you know, stuff could go bad if the economy doesn't come back up. You know, I'm aware of what happens when unemployment rates to a certain level, you know, all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, how much power do I have over those things? How much can I control? You know, I can only control things in my immediate environment. And, you know, every, every time I tell myself that, I worry less. So, yeah, I'm just hyper aware, man. I'm not – I definitely wouldn't say scared. Uh, it takes a lot for me to get scared. And this, I'm not I'm not scared yet. We'll put it that way. Yeah. It hasn't gotten to that point yet. <laughs> what, what do you say to somebody who is nervous? You still there, Nate? What, what, do you, what do you say to somebody who is nervous? Got you. Got you. Um, what I would say to someone who is nervous, I mean, the same, you know, the same things, I, the same things I tell myself, I'd say, can, do you have direct control over this problem? And then, you know, obviously there'll be some internal dialogue. They'll, they'll say no. So then I'm like, there's, then there's no point in worrying about it. You know, you have to worry about the variables in your life you can't control. You can't save the entire world. You can't save everyone. That's what people need to realize. Um, so to worry about that stuff, it's, it's a waste of time. It's a waste of time. Another thing I'd say, turn off the media. Every time I turn on media, every time I scroll any kind of social media, I see gaslighting. Like I said, you know, so many people act like they know what they're talking about when in reality, no one knew this coronavirus was coming. No one know, you know, like, you know, everyone thinks they're an epidemiologist. Everyone thinks they're, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm not trying to judge their intent. They're just trying to help. But, you know, but at the same time, turn off media, turn off all that kind of stuff because it's just there to panic you, honestly. Um, because like I said, if you think about it, panicking is not going to help you. It doesn't matter if coronavirus is even more deadly than what they're saying. You panicking, you worrying about all, it's not going to help you think straight. It's not going to help you live your life in the right way. So I would say 
have less stimuli, have less stimuli and, and concentrate on the things you can control. That's right. That's what I would tell them. Because like I said, if you think about it, if you play it out and you game theory, it, if, it, if it's the worst of the worst, like I said, panicking is not going to help you anyway. So no point, no point in panicking. Well, yeah, I'll tell you what, man, it, that makes me feel better. Uh, for people listening, I, I'm, I hope that makes you feel better. That, that you know, that's that's from a guy yeah. who, who, you know, who yeah. has yeah, I'm on the front lines, man. I could easily right. get the coronavirus, that's or right. I could easily, you know, get all that. But like I said, man, I, I try and worry. I've been a nurse for ten years. You know, I, I try and worry about things I can control because uh, everything else is a waste of time and energy. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, and it's just mindset, man. It's just mindset. You know, the way you look at the world directly affects how you interact with it. So if you're looking at the world in a scared way, you're going to interact with the world that way. Not good. Not good. So it's best to keep your emotions in check. And like I said, worry about the things you can't control. That's how you put one foot in front of the other instead of, you know, getting scared and running away. All right, brother. Well, that's awesome, man. I can't wait to touch more, a little more on that one uh, and, yeah. and the next one. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, I think that, that's, that, that's, that's great for now, man. Uh, I, I really, yeah. really appreciate yeah. it. I can't thank you enough for the time. No, it's my pleasure, man. I'm glad I'm glad we get to catch up, man. I'm glad you called me and, and asked me about this whole thing. I think I'm, I think it's great that you're starting a podcast and doing your own thing. It's super dope. Yeah, man. Well, I appreciate it. All right, let me uh, yeah. let me let you go. We'll talk soon. Absolutely, Nate. Right, I'll brother. talk to you soon, bro. Thanks, Nico. See you. All right. Anytime, man.